Welcome to the Warriors Podcast. Are you ready? You know, when we talk about success and how successful people think, you have to talk about reasons. I really do believe that that's like the main thing that drives successful people, reasons, motives. That's really, I mean, that's really it. Let let me tell you a story. When I was a little kid, you know, like people ask me today, nowadays, like what makes me so consistent? What makes me so disciplined? Like how can I be more disciplined? Like, you know, one of the questions that I asked uh, a lot of my friends, um, uh, I think I asked this question like maybe six months ago, uh, a whole bunch of my closest friends, uh, I asked them a question. Maybe this is something that you can do as well on your end. Ask them, if you could describe me in three words, what would those three words be? Right? Three words, not sentences, just words. And one of the things that uh, that was the common denominator, you know, I heard a lot of them like uh, leader, you know, tough, blah, 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 blah. But there's one thing that I heard from most of my friends that I asked like maybe 10 uh, people, uh, family and friends that love me a lot and, you know, and, and that know me really well. And most of them answered disciplined. Discipline was number one, right? So when people think of me, of Coach Miguel, for some reason, they think discipline. And this is a pretty cool exercise because, you know, it got me thinking, oh, wow, this, I don't just think about this myself. Like other people think of me this way as well. Like that's pretty cool. Maybe that's something that you can do on your end as well is go ask your closest family and friends and, and ask them, hey, in three words, describe how, uh, or in three words, just tell me how you, how you would describe me. And you're going to be so shocked by the answer that you're going to get. So, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I get a lot is coach, man, like I see you're so disciplined, like you're so consistent and you just show up and keep showing up. Uh, so consistently, like sometimes it's even like, is it real, <laughs> right? Like or, or maybe you're recording these, <laughs> these, uh, uh, thing in th- these podcasts and videos in advance. And you know, like, no, I mean, I'm really showing up every single day, but here's why I show up. Like, like w- when you think about what's the main reason people fail, you know, I, I posted that question on LinkedIn, uh, about a week ago. And, and there was a guy that said, well, you know, uh, because they give up and, but, but then ask yourself, well, why do they give up? right? Giving up, it's, it's, it's a consequence. But why do people give up? Let's get to the root of the problem. It's not that, oh, well, because, you know, they're, they're, they like the mindset. Okay, well, why do they like the mindset? Why is it? Let's go deep. Let's go real deep and find the real reason why people fail. So when we talk about success and when we talk about how successful people think, you got to talk about reasons and motives because that's deep. When you want to go deep, that's what makes successful people move. So the story that I want to tell you is when I was a little kid, you know, I come from, uh, I was born in Lima, Peru in South America in 1989. April 4th, 1989, some April uh, Aries out there, shout out to you. And... You know, the, uh, I grew up in a, in a beautiful family, beautiful family. I mean, my parents, I'm so blessed that I have parents that were always there, that always loved me. No one ever hit me, abused me, none of that, right? Um, and a very loving family as well around me, uncles, cousins, Christmas was always so loving and they were always together the whole time. But one thing that we never had a lot of was money. 
you know, my parents never really had a lot of money. You know, we uh, lived with my grandparents for pretty much almost like all my life. That's the only thing that I remember in, in my childhood. Uh, up until I was 14 years old when I came here to the United States, you know, we lived with my grandparents. And, you know, I had very, very humble beginnings, right? My parents never owned a house, never owned a car. You know, they worked really hard. Uh, money just wasn't there. Uh, however, however, almost everybody around me, or not almost everybody, but a lot of people around me had money. Uh, my cousin, Sebastian, who was like the brother that I never had, you know, his, his dad owned a company and, and um, uh, you know, they, they were really pretty well off, right? And, you know, I only have one sister, right? My sister, Gabby, she's two years older than me. It's only the two of us. And he's like, my cousin Sebastian is like the brother I never had. We're the same age. You know, he, uh, we, you know, we were both 11. We were both the same age. And I would go to his house a lot. And his house was really just huge and so fancy. Uh, then I also went to a private school, right? I went to a private school, not because my parents could afford it, but because, you know, I had a, uh, what do you call it? I had um, um, internships, right? Not internships. What do you call it? Um, oh, my goodness. What is the word? I know the word in Spanish. I forgot in English. Becca in English. Let me see. Scholarship. There you go. I had scholarships, right? Because I was really good at soccer. I was really good in uh, uh, in math. And I had some scholarships and I had some family members that would really help us out a lot. So because I went to this private school, a lot of my friends in this private school, you know, were pretty well off as well, right? Their parents had a lot of money. They had huge houses. They had a lot of cars. So I grew up surrounded by people that had a lot of money. And I would go, you know, their houses to their houses. We would go play around. We would go do a lot of stuff. You know, we would like we would do all those things. And I would always go back to my little in Spanish. I call it my little chocita, right? my home, which by the way, was very like a loving house. I mean, like I said, I, I've always had parents that were always there for me, right? They always loved me, always cared for me. Uh, they gave me everything, right? Um, except that just money wasn't there, right? And they were working their asses off, but you know, they just, the money wasn't there. So I grew up having this resentment, not towards my parents, but towards life, like, why is it? I remember it so vividly, so vividly, one opportunity where uh, I think I was like 12, 13 years old, probably, before I came here to the United States. And, you know, the cell phone back then, you know, in the 1990s, the flip phone was kind of like the cool thing back then, right? The cell phones were coming up and it was the cool thing. And I was like, man, I'm going to buy myself a cell phone, right? Everything that I had, I bought myself my own guitar, right? I bought myself, I would buy myself pretty much everything. So this was a time, you know what, I got to take it to the next level. I got to buy myself one of these cell phone babies, right? And I was so like, I put it in my mind. It was whatever, 1998 probably or 1999 or maybe 2000, the year 2000. I forgot what year it was, but I was probably 11, 12 years old. And I put it in my mind. You know what? This whole year, I'm going to save my money. And I'm going to save for a whole year and I'm going to gift it to myself in, for Christmas, I remember that. I remember. I was like, I'm, I'm going to gift it. This is my first present to myself. It's going to be my cool cell phone, right? And nobody in my family had cell phones, of course, right? So I wanted to be the one that had the cell phone at 11, 11 years old. Back then, of course, you know, nowadays, freaking kids that are five years old, they have cell phones, right? But back then, you just didn't see that in a house, at least not in, uh, in the household that I was at. 
So I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked my ass off and I worked my ass and I worked my ass off, you know, going to doing little works here and there and doing little things and asking money, you know, to my uncles because remember that I live with my grandparents and my uncles. So I would ask them, you know, hey, can, can I get one sold today? You know, <laughs> and I had a, like a schedule, right? Every Monday I would ask my uncle. Every Tuesday I would ask my aunt. Every Wednesday I would ask my grandpa. Every Thursday I would ask my grandma, right? So I started collecting money, collecting money and saving my money and saving my money. Uh, my mom would give me one sol, right? Which let's say that's a third of a, uh, of a dollar. She would give me, uh, let's say one dollar, right? Let's just say one dollar. So she would give me one dollar for the bus, right? To go to school and to come back. And I would actually, uh, I would actually walk to school so that I can save myself one dollar that day. I would walk to school instead of taking the bus. And I'm not talking about the school bus. There was no school bus back then, right? It's only the via bus, right? So, and, and, and I just put it in my mind. This is the year I'm going to buy myself a phone. I'm going to buy myself a cell phone. So I started saving money, all the money that my mom would give me for the, uh, for the, uh, for the via bus and all the money that I asked my, uh, my family and all the little works that I did every, you know, all the jobs that I did every now and then. And it came Christmas time. And in Christmas time, I was short. I couldn't come up with enough money to buy myself a cell phone. So I was so mad. That really hurt. Now, what made it even worse was that for Christmas, that Christmas, that I was so down, I felt so bad because, oh man, I didn't have enough money, right? I think I had saved like 300 soles and I think the cell phone was about 500 soles, I think, right? Uh, so I was really short. And what made it even worse was that for that Christmas, my cousin Sebastian, who by the way, I love to death, right? I love him to death. He's like the brother I never had, but his dad, Gifting, gifted him a cell phone for Christmas. The one cell phone that I wanted to give to myself. And I remember when he was unwrapping that little, you know, that cell phone. And, uh, you know, he showed it to everybody and he put it. I remember he even, uh, you know, because it had like a flat he had a little flat um, base, so he he put it on the floor, and then he you know he kind of made it walk because it, it would vibrate, right? And he would make the, the the phone walk with the vibration. I remember everybody, you know, he would show show it off to everybody, and I just looked at him, and I was like so happy for him, but I was so pissed off because damn it, like why is it? Why is it that I work my ass off? I work my ass off. I do this for the whole freaking year. I work my ass off. Walking to school instead of uh, so that I can save one dollar, right? Asking all of my family members, doing little jobs here and there, and working my ass off to save enough money to buy myself a phone. And why is it that he, just like that, just like that, gets a cell phone just because his parents have a lot of money? And I remember that night I went uh, right after I was so pissed off. I was not mad at him, I was just mad at the situation, I was mad at the world. I was mad at, man, why is it so unfair? Why do other people get the things that I want? Why can't I get the things that I want? And money was a big problem. And just like this little story that I'm telling you right now, I also have a lot more stories, very similar stories of other things that happened that pierced me, that I remember them even till today. I remember those days as if it was yesterday. I remember running upstairs and being so mad at the world and looking. I, I remember locking myself in my room, Christmas time, 25th, all the family downstairs laughing and, 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 and uh, eating and drinking. And I'm upstairs in my room, pissed off, looking at the world, looking at God and asking, why? Why not me? 
And that story and a series of other stories is what really pierced me. And I remember looking up and saying, you know what? That's it. One day, I'm going to be so freaking rich that money's never going to be a problem. I'm going to buy myself any cell phone that I want. Of course, back then I thought that cell phone was, having a cell phone was being rich, right? I'm going to buy myself any cell phone that I want. I'm going to buy my grandma. I remember telling my grandma, I'm going to buy you, I'm going to buy you a house and I'm going to buy you a limo, right? So that you don't have to uh, walk anymore to the, uh, to the, to the store. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get your own chauffeur, right? And that chauffeur is going to drive you. Like I remember dreaming of all those things. And because they're so deep into my heart, like it pierced me, I remember those days as if it was yesterday. That's why I don't give up. That's why I keep working. That's why I keep showing up. So when, you know, when you ask people, well, what do you think is the main reason that people fail? Oh, well, because they don't have the strategies. They don't have the funding. They don't have this or they don't have that or, you know what, they just give up. There's a reason why they don't have the strategy, why they, you know, they give up. There's a reason. And the reason is that they don't have enough motives. Like I have a huge motive. And by the way, every single person that have, has made it all the way to the top, like think about Michael Jordan, think about Les Brown, think about uh, Serena Williams, think about Oprah. They all had reasons. All the reasons are different, but they all had reasons. They all had something. Maybe, maybe, they la- maybe people laughed at them. Maybe people uh, told them that they were not good enough, that they were not fit for television, that they're never going to be anything uh, important in life. And because they took it to heart and they made it so personal, they were like, man, I'm going to show the world. I'm going to show the world. And that's why they keep coming back. That's why they keep showing up. That's why when they get a a door slammed in their face, they keep showing up. They keep showing up because they have motives. They have reasons. So when we think about, you know what, when we talk about success and when we think about, well, how do successful people think? You know how they think? I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to this dream of mine. But they have reasons, they have motives. And those reasons, those motives are so strong. And it's different for everybody. It doesn't really matter what the motive is, what the reason is. It could be that somebody laughed at you. It could be that somebody told you that you were fat or somebody told you they were not good enough or somebody told you that you were ugly, right? Or it could be that maybe, uh, maybe you know, your parents were never there for you and you want to prove them that, you know, you're better or, you know, it doesn't really matter what the reason is. There's a million reasons out there. What matters is that there are strong reasons that are going to keep you going again and again and again. You know, for me, one of those reasons became my parents. It's not just me and making more money. It's now one of my reasons is like, I want to retire my parents. They worked their asses off. They sacrificed so much. Like I made it one of my goals and one of my reasons. And I, every single day, by the way, I have this uh, planner that I write down. I write down in my planner every single day. One of the things that I write down, I write five things down. And this is mandatory for everyone in my team and everyone in, every one of my students. One of the five things that I write down is what I call my driver. You know what's my driver? My driver is the one thing that drives me to continue. What drives you? It's essentially what other people call their why, right? The reason they're still moving. The reason they're still going. So every single day I write my, I write my driver. 
That's one of the five things that I write, right? Along with my identity, my goals, short-term, long-term goals, my driver, and then my core values, and then my dominant question. If you want to learn more about this uh, planner, uh, go to warriorsplanner.com. Warriorsplanner.com. Uh, we give you four planners for the whole year. Each planner is going to last you for a whole quarter, and then that's going to be about a hundred bucks. Um, and uh, yeah, warriorsplanner.com. Go check it out. It's it's just writing those things down every single day. It reminds you not to give up every day. Right? That's why I write it down. It's because every day I want to look at my reasons. I want to look at my motives. I want to look at what is those what are those reasons and motives that are going to drive me to keep going, to keep showing up, and to keep showing up with energy. Again and again and again, even when I'm tired. Damn it, today I'm tired. But you know what? Damn it, this goal is so important. It's so heavy. That it's more important than my reasons for not waking up today. The people that don't show up, the people that give up, the people that don't succeed, are people that don't make it important don't make their motives and reasons reasons important. Don't keep those motives and reasons reasons top of mind. Because everybody's got reasons. Everybody's got them. Everybody's got a reason to want to win. Everybody. Thing is, are you going to keep that top of mind? That's why I keep my reason top of mind every single day. I do it. I, I I do it at least two times a day. Number one, I do it in my morning routine, and that's not me writing anything down. It's just me going outside. I have a morning routine. It's about twenty minutes. I do breathing exercises outside my house as I walk my dog Callie, and that's one of the things that I think about. Is this is my reason? This is why I'm doing it. And number two, when I come back, I get my Warriors Planner. Go to WarriorsPlanner.com, and then I write my driver down. And that's one of the reasons why I keep going, why I keep pushing, because I keep my reason top of mind. How do successful people think? I'll do whatever it takes because this is so damn important. And because they, because they have that mindset, they have the I'll do whatever it takes because this is so damn important for me. That's why they keep getting better every single day. That's why they keep looking for answers. If something doesn't work, I'll make it work somehow. It will happen. Like, like when you ask me, you know, what one of my goals, one of my goals here for the next within the next 10 years is to be a multi-millionaire. Multi-millionaire, right? I'm talking about bringing in more than $10 million net, not a business that makes 10 million, but an actual, <laughs> an actual profit, net profit in my pockets every single year, more than 10 million. And I don't sit here and, and, and think, you know what? Oh, man, like, oh, man, I, I wish that it could happen. Oh, that would be awesome. No, I know it's going to happen. It is going to happen. There is no doubt that it's going to happen. It is. It's game over. The only question is, the, the question is not, is it going to happen? The only question is, when is it going to happen? And how am I going to make it happen? That's it. How am I going to make this work? How am I going to get to this one goal? How am I going to buy my grandma that house? How am I going to retire my parents? How am I going to buy my grandma uh, that uh, uh, limo and, and her uh, uh, driver? How am I going to do that? So the people, that, the, the people that succeed, the people that make it all the way to the top, we have that idea in mind. I have to do whatever it takes to fulfill this dream, 
and we have enough reasons. And from there, everything starts. From there, from that point, then you'll go get the resources, whatever resources that you need, right? You're lacking money, you're lacking time. You know, if you're lacking time, then, you know, you start learning about time management, right? You'll take a course about time management. You start watching YouTube videos about time management, right? But I don't know how to do this. I'm too overwhelmed. Then you'll learn how to not be overwhelmed. You learn how to be more productive instead of just busy. Right, you'll start getting better and better every single day. You'll get a coach that's going to push you. You're going to get mentors. Then you're going to, you know, uh, you're going to do whatever it takes because you have motives and reasons. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. That's the mindset of how successful people think. That's about it for today. I want to thank you so much for your time and attention. I'll see you next time. And most importantly, I'll see you at the top. Thanks for joining us today on another episode of the Warriors Podcast. Make sure to visit www.warriorsu.com to join the number one peak performance university for entrepreneurs. See you at the top.